But then God made me know that we should look at the angle of uh, knowing the will of God and following the leading of Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So this morning we're looking at following the leading of Holy Spirit, understanding the will of God for your life and how you can be led by the voice and the ministry of Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. So while I want you to be an active listener this morning, which is as you are listening in your spirit, ask questions, not from me, but the spirit of God inside of you. Ask him questions so that you can hear more than what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. While you're also listening, I also need you to be, let your spirit be searching for the scriptures that you will act upon. Are you getting? The goal of the word is for you to believe. And the goal of you believing is for you to do. And the end result is testimony and, 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 and deliverance and healing and salvation. Did you get? So it's not just for you to hear. If it's a lecture, you will hear and you will know. But it's a ministration, so you are to believe what you hear, and you are to act on what you believe, and you get the result. Praise the Lord. So, while you're listening, I want your spirit to be looking for the word. So, now we'll be hearing on how we can be led by the Spirit of God. Then you should be asking the Holy Spirit, getting scriptures that will help you get the healing you want this morning. You can get the healing you want this morning. You can get... Whatever you want, open doors this morning. But it has to be from you and him, you and the Holy Spirit. Mine is just to give you the guide and to set the atmosphere. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Romans 8.14. We'll look at a lot of scriptures. You can write them down. Then you go over them again, personally. What does it say? It says, for as many that are led... By the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you are not led, you should question your sonship. Because you ought to be led. led. It is your right. It is your privilege. You ought to be led. And many times we've heard people say, Oh, I, uh, God said to me, God told me, God showed me. And you are like, God, when will my own time happen? I've heard of someone close to me that one day he was talking to someone and the person said, ah, when I'm talking to God, I carry chair and sit down and I put another chair in my front and God is talking to me and he, and he, wants, he wanted to be trying that. He said, ah, God. I said, Oga, calm down. There's a part of the story you did not hear. It didn't start that day. So you start with God from where he wants to start with you you get to that place so don't push yourself into that place that you're not carry chair and say god oh yeah let's talk like because this person is talking like that praise the lord as many that are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god the second scripture we're going to read is romans 8 16 for it says that the spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of god the spirit bears witness with our spirit you can see two spirits there the holy spirit and the human spirit 
What is the number one way and the most important way that God leads people, his children? It is, it is found in this scripture. Are you getting me? Now, look at it. The spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God, right? Which means that the spirit is confirming that you are a child of God. True or false? So, if salvation, which we see as the greatest, if we need confirmation, and it is the Holy Spirit that gives us confirmation, which is the first thing that brings you to the kingdom is salvation. And the first way you confirm if you are in the kingdom is by the bearing witness of the Holy Spirit. That means that if Holy Spirit can do that number one thing, then that is a pattern he's using to lead us. Praise the Lord. That is why that you want to do something and you are troubled in your spirit. There's no witness. That's what, that, I'm helping you to understand what the witness means now. There's no witness in your spirit. You are troubled in your spirit, but you still went ahead to do it and something went wrong. Because there's no witness in your spirit. There's no agreement. It's like a green light. You get the green light, go, go, and you go. But when you don't get the green light, you get the yellow light, you stay. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 20 verse 27, the scripture says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And there is a place in the scriptures too that says that the Lord will enlighten my candle. Which is talking of God enlightening your spirit man. If God is going to lead you, he is going to lead you from your spirit. Praise the Lord. John 16 verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, the word in your hand, which is the Bible, is the word of truth, true or false. That there is a spirit in charge of that word that is called the spirit of truth. And every time, as you're listening to me now, there is a truth you need. It says that, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So there is a truth you need for whatever you want now that you should question, ask the spirit of truth. And it will now reveal to you the word of truth. And once you accept that truth, you are set free. Praise the Lord. He says it will guide you into all truth. So as you're listening to me now, I, the, the, the leading can start. The guiding can start. You just ask him, Holy Spirit, concerning this thing, what is making this thing become a barrier in my life? Why am I not getting my healing? Why am I not getting my promotion? While you're listening, let your spirit just be questioning and asking and inquiring the spirit of truth. Praise the Lord. Let's say this confession together. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in a body. God wants to lead me by his spirit and show me his perfect will for my life. I need us to, I need to establish this fact that man is a spirit. Okay? You are a spirit. You are a spirit. You live in two worlds. The physical and the spiritual at the same time. Let me give you an example. You have mouth, Abby. 
your spirit also has mouth. Are you getting me? Your spirit has what? Mouth. When Hannah was praying for a child, the scripture says that her lips, no words were coming out. But she spake from her heart. Read the scripture you see there. She was speaking from her heart. Are you getting me? Another thing about your spirit is that your spirit have ears. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. You can't hear. This one you are using to hear is like, is an echo from what you have heard in the spirit. And you also have eyes. You have eyes. That's why we pray that, oh Lord, open the eyes of my understanding. What he's saying is that open the eyes of my spirit. So you can see that you are, you, are, you are a spirit man that can speak. That is why you are quiet now, but your spirit must be speaking. You must be speaking to the spirit of truth so that he can show you the word of truth. Then you have eyes so that you can see. Hmm, that's why sometimes when you're uh, studying, you say, ah, I see. Because you have just seen something that was there all the while that you never saw. And when you say, I see, it's because you understand something. The entrance of his word giveth light and he giveth understanding to the simple. Praise the Lord. God is a spirit. John 4, 24, it shows that we are made in the image and likeness of God. So this physical side, don't be deceived. That is not the side that uh, is the likeness of God. It is your spirit man that is made in the image and likeness of God. Paul calls our spirit man inward man. In 2 Corinthians 4.16, when you hear of inward man, inward man in the Bible, he's talking of your spirit man. Peter calls our spirit man the hidden man of the heart. 1 Peter 3.4. So when you are hearing the hidden man of the heart, the hidden man of the heart, he's talking about your spirit. Praise the Lord. In many places in the scriptures where you see heart, 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 it's talking about your spirit. That's why I say, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it comes the issues of life. What he's saying is that guard your spirit with all diligence. For out of your spirit comes the issues of life. Jesus says that for from the heart proceeded evil thoughts. He's saying from the heart proceeded from your spirit are you getting me so we need to understand this thing if you want to be led my assignment this morning is to make you to be conscious spirit conscious and to also know how to hear praise the lord your real man is a spirit man you know many years ago when i read the scripture first kings chapter 3 verse 10 11 and the likes god appeared to solomon where in the dream and god told him ask what you want and he asked and he got it the question is this he was sleeping now we should have assumed that god should allow him to wake up so that he can ask because oh, when he's wake up that is when the man is no 
he was sleeping, but the real spirit man does not sleep. So God asks the spirit man. Most of the time, when we are awake, our prayer points, most of the time, we, we do like this. So you can pray 40 prayer points, and it may be 3 over 40. 3 is in the will. Uh, 37 is out of the will. That is why when we pray in tongues, we are praying 40 over 40. We are praying in a perfect will. Praise the Lord. So, in our desire to be led by the Spirit of God, in our desire to know the will of God, you must understand the functions of your spirit, you must understand the functions of your soul, and you must understand the functions of your body. Because if you don't understand the differences, your body will lead you and you will think it's the Holy Spirit. Your soul will lead you and you will think, God told me. I heard of someone when I was doing some training years back, he said that he, he saw a lady. The lady was single. He said, God told, me you are my, God told me you are my wife. He said, that one said, God has not uh, uh, told me anything. So let's wait and see. Before you know, the lady found another person in the church and got married to the person. And the brother still went to meet her. God said, you are my wife. After some time, the lady gave birth. He said, God said, you are my wife. And the pastor had to call her and say, are you alright? Do you want to kill the husband? Because it's not God. But he had a conviction that it's God because he was not taught on how to differentiate between his soul and spirit and body. His soul was telling him something and he saw it like God. So how do we know the difference? Your spirit, there are three functions of your spirit. The first one is fellowship. Fellowship. We are created to fellowship. Are you getting me? And you must fellowship with one spirit. Either Holy Spirit or, or one spirit. Yeah? That is why you see that uh, uh, people have this uh, instinct to worship something. <clears throat> so is it that they worship God or they just enter witchcraft? They must worship something because it's something your spirit was created to do. The second function of your spirit is um, conscience. Your spirit also functions as conscience. This conscience part is where some also think that it is Holy Spirit. It is not Holy Spirit. Your conscience is a guide. Are you getting me? Most of the time, when we commit sin, it is not God that is judging us. It is our conscience. Are you getting me? We can find that in the scriptures, where the scripture says that if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. But if your heart does not condemn you, then you have confidence before him. I think it's in 1 John 4 also. Are you getting me? God is not condemning us now. There is a time waiting for judgment. So everything he's doing now is comforting you. That is why the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of comfort. When the woman was caught in the earth, did he condemn her? No. He showed her love and grace. 
Are you getting me? And the conscience of man, the scripture also makes us know that if you continue doing something over and over, before you know, your conscience will be deadened. It will be seared with hot iron. Then the bad thing you once saw becomes the good thing you are now doing. It's now approved. Because your conscience towards that thing is now dead. Praise the Lord. So our conscience is a guide. It works with the Holy Spirit. The third function of our human spirit is intuition. 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 Knowledge. Knowledge. Intuition. That is why women have um, a stronger... Uh, they function strongly in this realm. Intuition. Women function strongly in this area. That is why your wife can tell you, I don't like that man. They can't explain. Are you getting me? They can't explain, but the intuition, the voice of their human spirit, not the voice of Holy Spirit, the voice of their human spirit does not agree with that person. Are you getting me? When God is leading you, these are the ways that he will lead you. He will lead you through that voice, that conscience. He will lead you through that uh, intuition, that voice of your human spirit. There will be a witness in your spirit, an agreement. You want to do this thing, put the two options before God. And look at the one that there is agreement. Are you getting me? So, intuition is getting knowledge from the spirit. And what does that mean? If you look at the dictionary for intuition or premonition, you will discover that it is getting knowledge outside the senses, five senses. So, you are not getting the knowledge from your eyes. You are not getting knowledge from your ears. You are not getting it from what you're smelling or tasting or sensing or feeling. You're getting knowledge that you can't explain where the knowledge came from. But you just know this thing is not right. Are you getting? God leads you through those ways. That's why he says, the Holy Spirit bears witness with, with our spirit. Romans 8, 16. He bears witness. So, when he's bearing witness, where is he bearing witness? In your conscience, in your intuition, he's bearing witness there that go ahead. Praise the Lord. Then we have the human body. Okay, the human soul, that is a, it also has three functions. And we see that the soul is a place where you reason. The soul is a place where you have emotions. The soul is a place where you know things, intellects, where you know things. If you are reading books, you are feeding your soul. You are feeding that part of your soul that is the intellect. So you know things from... So you can be feeding your soul with knowledge from the senses. Are you getting me? So people say Nigeria is hard though. And that knowledge will enter your intellect. It will enter your soul. And you also take it as true. Are you getting me? So, when you want to be led, you must know when you are reasoning and when your conscience or your spirit is speaking. Are you getting me? When God tells you that give 50,000 naira, that's when you know whether it's God or reason. That's an example of you knowing when your soul and spirit is working. Are you getting me? 
when God says give something, then your soul will now come into place because you, when the order that God created before was spirit, soul, and body, and God's spirit gives instruction to man's spirit, man's spirit gives instruction to man's soul, man's soul takes the decision and passes it to the body. But when Adam fell, everything changed. The spirit could not get instruction again. The soul was now the one in charge. So the soul will get information from the environment and gives instruction to the body. And the spirit was silenced, put in a corner. Now that you are a child of God, you need to now renew your mind, re-engineer your mind, reprocess your mind, reprogram your mind, and let the spirit take over. So most of the time, you get informations on some things to do. Those informations came through the physical senses and you just allow your soul to take decision. That is not how a child of God should act. Praise the Lord. On Monday, I had some difficult times. I experienced some things that was very bad. And I knew that God... In the afternoon, I had a dream. I just prayed casually. I didn't pray very well. And I didn't have peace when I was doing the thing, but I continued doing it. And that thing led to something. Are you getting? I lost many things through that thing. What I'm saying is that I knew that I got the leading. But sometimes we still allow. Are you getting? But some people, they would experience the loss and they would still be blaming God. God, why? But I prayed. I fasted. But they have ignored. They could not sense when God was speaking and when they ignored. Praise the Lord. Let's move uh, quickly. So, you need to understand that reason can affect your spiritual life. It can affect you knowing the will of God. Let's move with speed. So, we have the body. The body also have a voice. The voice of the body is feelings so most of the time when you say you are feeling uh, the things of the spirit is not subject to feelings you may not feel god and he's there that's why jacob says god is in this place and i knew it not because he didn't feel it but he was there when jesus was going to meet people and he said to him what do you want he was going to them they were not feeling it because they should have felt that, ah, there is power around me. They were not feeling anything. Praise the Lord. Let's move quickly. There are three major ways that God leads us. The first one is the inward witness. The inward witness. And what is that inward witness? We have looked at Romans 8, 16. The spirit of God bearing witness with your spirit. That is the first and primary way that God leads us. That is the first and primary way that God leads us. So, if you get the scripture, by his stripes I am healed. Your spirit must receive it because the spirit of God will bear witness with you that you are healed. If you can receive it. If your spirit says I am healed, there is a witness of the spirit that agrees with what you are saying. And that's when you get your healing. But most of the time, the spirit is saying you are healed. But the person is saying, ah... My back, oh, ah, doctor said. So there is no agreement. There is no agreement. There is no agreement. You are the one that is not agreeing, but the spirit is ready to agree when you accept. Praise the Lord. So you need to look at your life. 
Pick a scripture. You don't need 20 scriptures to be healed. You don't need 20 scriptures to get a job. You don't need 20 scriptures to get, um, uh, to get married. It also said one day his pastor told him that, uh, and these signs shall follow them. They will do this, they will do this. And, and, and when he heard the scripture, he, he asked his pastor that, does this scripture mean that I can raise the dead? He said, yes, that's it. Okay, he carried his bicycle and was going from house to house. Hello, good morning. Do you have anybody that is dead here? Do you have anybody that is dead here? Do you simple faith? You don't need 20 scriptures to, 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 to get your testimony. And he said, after the third day, he found a place where somebody died and they were kind of saying, hey. And he said, My pastor said this and that, this and that, this and that. And they prayed for him and said, In the name of Jesus, arise up. And that was when his ministry started. Simple faith, one word, agree with it, you get your testimony. Praise the Lord. The second major way that God leads us is the inward voice. And that inward voice is the voice of your human spirit, which is conscience. Your conscience tells you right and wrong. It tells you that thing is wrong. That thing is right. That's how God leads you. If you are not born again, your conscience is not safe. Are you getting me? But when you are born again, your conscience is a safe guide. Because your conscience is being renewed. Are you getting? Romans 9.1, you can look at it for the inward, inward voice, where you see the voice of conscience there. The next one, which is the third major way, is the voice of the Spirit of God itself. The voice of the Spirit of God itself, which is the voice of Holy Spirit. Acts 10.19, while Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, the Spirit said, so the Holy Spirit speaks. When I joined Holy Ghost Christian Center, the Spirit told me three words, join the ministry. Those were the words. But before then, the Spirit had to prepare me for like 40 days. I was fasting. I didn't know, but I was just fasting. And before that time, God was now telling me that, there are times that God will lead you, will not give you explanation. Just trust and obey. And when he said, join the ministry, that was my first time of seeing a prophet. I was afraid of you. I was like, oh, they are not using anything. Oh. <laughs> are you getting? Because that's my first time of seeing a prophet. But I obey the voice of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Let's be on our feet. Another way God can lead you is through the word of God. Another way God can lead you is occasional visitations of angels. So angels are not to lead you every time. If angels are leading you every time, check something in your spiritual life. Praise the Lord. Most of the religions we have in the world, it was angels that visited them. Another way God leads us is through the ministry of prophets and spiritual gifts. That's why we have prophets and prophetess in the house. Our daddy and our mommy. Praise the Lord. Number eight way that God can lead you is through dreams and visions. Then number nine way that God can lead you is that God can lead you through anybody and through anything. Praise the Lord. We're going to pray this morning. And the prayer we're going to pray is that 
You're going to pray that God should help you to understand the voice of His Spirit. You're going to pray in tongues. Are you getting me? Let me quickly give you these things that you can do. How to hear the voice of God regularly. Hmm? If you want to hear back to back. Number one is be a student of the word. God speaks through his word. So if you study more, every scripture you get is the word of God. But you may not regard it as the word of God. You are regarding it as scripture and you want another word. You are joking. If you want to hear regularly again, the second thing you should do is to be humble be flexible, be spirit conscious, and be expectant. Are you getting me? If you are not expecting him to speak, you will not speak. The third one is be willing to accept God's will. If God knows that you will not accept, you will not waste his time. The fourth one is that you must learn to ask questions. Ask questions. Be asking questions. If you see somebody say, God told me, they didn't tell you that I asked God. There's always, I ask God, before God told me. Praise the Lord. Number five, true fasting and ministering unto the Lord. Acts 13 2. And that's where I'll stop. Acts 13 2. Fasting and ministering unto the Lord. If you worship, if you understand how to worship, if you know the essence of worship, he says that while they were ministering unto God, the Spirit spake, said, Separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. Many years back, I'll share this testimony, then we'll pray that prayer, and that'll be the end. Many years back, I was worshipping God because I understood that there is this thing about worship. I've shared it with some people before. And I, every Monday, I worship God with some people. And one of those days, while we were worshipping, my spirit was just, I was acting like a drunkard. And I was telling somebody that, don't go to where you're going because if you go, they will kill you. They are meant to kill you if you go and meet those people and you stay with them. They will kill you. And I was crying. I was telling the person. I was saying, and after some minutes, I was normal again and everything. The person did not go. But do you know what? Two years after, when I left Lagos, the person went and the person died. So in the place of worship, you can hear the voice of God. If we are not pressing our phone, if you are not distracted, if you are not talking to somebody, just worship and open your spirit to hear. Praise the Lord. Let's pray and say, Lord, help me to understand the voice of your spirit. Lift your voice and pray. Pray in the spirit. Help me to understand the voice of your spirit. Samuel heard the voice of God three times. He could not understand. It was Eli that now helped him that, okay, when the voice is speaking, this is what you are to do. Many of us are hearing the voice, but we don't understand it. And we are walking into danger. We are walking into loss. We are losing many things. We are troubled on every side because we don't understand the voice. It is after the evil has happened that we now understand that, oh, it was God that was telling me not to do this thing. Ask that God, help me to understand the voice of your spirit. Help my ears to be open. Help my understanding to be open. Help me, help me, help me, help me to understand what your spirit is saying. Help me to understand the voice of your spirit. Help me to understand what your spirit is saying. Can you lift your voice and pray in the spirit? There are some instructions you are about to take. God is still speaking to you now. Change your mind. Change your mind. Don't take those decisions. It can lead to destruction. There is a way that seems right unto a man. The promises, it looks nice, but the end will lead to pain. 
to destruction, to loss. Ask God now to help you to understand what he has been saying to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The last uh, prayer is that we're going to pray and say, Lord, let your will be done in my life. Are you getting me? If that's the prayer you pray in a day, for example, some of the people that die will not die. Because it's not the will of God for them to die. If they now say, let your will be done in my life, that means they will not die. Because they don't even know they should pray against death. They are praying for money and they went out and they died. But if they say, Lord, let your will be done in my life, they will go back and come because the will will keep them. Are you getting me? Let's lift our voice. That's the last prayer point. And say, Lord, let your will be done in my life, in my finances, in my health, in my marriage. Concerning this area of my life, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Remember, Christ says that we should pray that, Lord, let your will be done and let your kingdom come. As it is done in heaven, let it be done on earth. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, let your will be done in my life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we pray that the word we have heard today will justify us on the last day. It will not condemn us in Jesus' name. We pray that every foul spirit that will take up these words in our hearts, we rebuke those spirits in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that grace for this word to be rooted, for the cares of life not to take it away from us. We ask for the grace that will make this word to be rooted in us in Jesus' name. The grace that will make this word to produce results. And next month, next week, tomorrow, on Tuesday, Thursday, you will come and testify. That grace will be given to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.